0: Welcome to the Jenny Catron Leadership Podcast, brought to you by Foresight. At Foresight, we are cultivating healthy leaders to lead thriving organizations. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. Please enjoy the rest of our show. Hey, everyone. So great to be with you for the Leadership Podcast. I always enjoy these conversations, and I hope you do too. I'm so grateful for those of you who have rated and left a review Uh, That is so incredibly helpful, and uh, share it with your friends because it is really encouraging to just see how other leaders are encouraged by the conversations we're having here. So today I want to dive into another topic that I'm pretty passionate about. That's kind of the theme, huh? I'm going to share the stuff that I'm passionate about, so there you go. But you guys know I talk a lot about self-leadership, and today I want to give you four dimensions of self-leadership that I think can save you from imploding as a leader. Now that sounds a little harsh, doesn't it? But we've seen a lot of the headlines, we've heard a lot of the stories of leaders who have not finished well. And my greatest hope is that we change that trajectory, that we are able to look back at the end of our lives as leaders, and we're able to recognize a just generation of leaders who finished well, that led well. And that's my personal passion. So those of you who are familiar with Bre- Brene Brown may know that she just re- released a brand new book called Dare to Lead. And I dove into it today and just right off the bat in her intro, she says this, and I want to kind of use this use this to set the stage for our conversation today. She says, I define a leader as anyone who takes responsibility for finding the potential in people and processes and who has the courage to develop that potential. Let me read it again. I define a leader as anyone who takes responsibility for finding the potential in people and processes and who has the courage to develop that potential, to find the potential in people. I love that that is the essence of her definition of leadership. And she says, we desperately need more leaders, more leaders who are committed to courageous, wholehearted leadership and who are self-aware enough to lead from their hearts rather than unevolved leaders who lead from hurt and fear. So there it is, that passion to be a generation of leaders who lead courageously with our whole hearts, who are self-aware and are not leading from hurt and fear. And I suspect you want the same thing too. See, here's the challenge for me. Like most of us, I have been ambitious and driven since I can remember. I have not always stewarded the responsibility of leadership well. If I'm really honest, I have messed this up a lot. I've chased the position. I've chased the title. I've chased the accolades. Like I just in my nature have been driven to do all of those things, And oftentimes I've made leadership more about me rather than serving others. And I hate that about myself, but it is true. If I'm honest, I have often made leadership a lot more about me and what I hope to accomplish than about serving others and leading others well. But the longer I lead the more deeply committed I've become to recognizing the gravity of leadership. Like, it is a big deal. It is a weighty responsibility. See, oftentimes we see the notoriety and the success of some leaders, and we become enamored with that idea of leadership. We see the, the periphery, and we think that is leadership. But Hebrews 13, 17 tells us that as leaders, we are to keep watch over those in our sphere of influence and that we will be held accountable for that care. Well, this, this is big to me, that as leaders, we're to keep watch over those in our sphere of influence, those that we have responsibility for, and we're going to be held accountable for their care. And I wonder sometimes if we've missed this or we've lost this understanding of the responsibility of leadership. Luke tells us, to whom much is given, much is required. That when we have been given responsibility as leaders, there's a greater requirement for us. So do we recognize that with greater leadership, we're not less accountable, we're actually more accountable? Have we glamorized leadership and idolized leaders so much that we've become kind of blinded to our frailty? Are we afraid of honesty and confession and our sin and our failure that, like King David, we cover it up no matter the cost? Are we so fearful of losing control that we orchestrate control by surrounding ourselves with yes men and women and we kind of create echo chambers of our own praise? And I don't think any of us set out to do this, but the stakes get higher and we become more self-protective. And I believe that God is calling us back to his heart for leadership. This recognition that leadership isn't about us or for us. Leadership is about others. Back to a realization of the extraordinary honor and privilege it is to have influence in another person's life. Back to the realization that with every ounce of influence we have, we have the power to affect the lives of other people. You've probably heard me say that by definition, influence means the power to change or affect someone. That's a big deal. Back to this realization that with every expansion of our influence, the ripple effect gets more profound. That Back to an understanding that when we fail as leaders, the consequences and the impact on so many others will send shockwaves for years to come. So what can we learn? How do we change the trajectory of the story? Maybe you're listening and you're like, ooh, wow, I kind of see a drift. How can we raise a generation of thriving and healthy leaders who lead well for the long haul? How do we make sure today's heroes don't become tomorrow's headlines? And I know you're immediately thinking of people that you've seen that have... um, you know, fallen in their leadership and have maybe been taken out of the game a little bit early. And I don't want you to fixate on them. I want you to pay attention to you because it starts with me. It starts with you. It's this slow, slogging, unseen work of self leadership. It's the stuff behind the scenes. It's the stuff that's not glamorous. See, leading ourselves well in every dimension of life is so critical to lead from a healthy perspective and no one can do this for you, and ultimately you're accountable. So let me give you four essential dimensions for leading yourself well. And the first one is spiritual discipline. How is your soul? And we kind of hate the word discipline, don't we? But I intentionally use it here. Because to nurture your soul requires a relationship with God And building a relationship means spending time together. So are you seeking God for the purpose of knowing him, not just needing something from him? That one always convicts me, right? Are you consistent and intentional in prayer, in Bible reading, and with your Sabbath? Are there disciplines in your life that suggest you're actively pursuing growth for your soul? That's what I want you to pay attention to. The second one is relational health. How are your relationships? We were made for community, but too many of us sacrifice family and friends for the sake of ambition. And I am chief among us. And it's often subtle. Our responsibilities grow and gradually we continue to squeeze out the relationships that ground us. We buy into the belief that leadership is lonely, which it can be. But instead of fighting the loneliness with intentional community, we give in to the isolation that becomes a breeding ground for unhealth. So who are the people who don't need you to be a leader? Like who are the people that could care less what your title is, what you're doing every day, and fight for time with them. Those relationships are essential for your health as a leader. The third thing I want you to focus on is having a growth mindset. How are you learning? There's a well-known quote that says, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. The trouble is, our egos enjoy being the smartest person in the room. If I'm honest, I enjoy being the one who knows the answers. And the more leadership influence we gain, the more likely it is that we are kind of the most experienced, if not the smartest, but the most experienced person in the room. So we have to fight our ego and cultivate this attitude of curiosity, humbly acknowledging where we need to continue to grow. What don't I know? Who do I need to surround myself with that will help me grow and be stretched? See, our nature gravitates toward, towards what's known and comfortable. But maintaining a growth mindset helps us value the wisdom of others, humbly recognizes our inadequacies, and relentlessly helps us remain committed to learning and growing. So the first one was spiritual discipline. Second one is relational health. Third one is a growth mindset. And the fourth one is purpose and direction. What is your purpose? See, sadly, we often lose our personal sense of purpose and direction in the pursuit of achievement. Like we, we, get the title, we get the recognition, we get the role or responsibilities, and that becomes our purpose instead of this core understanding of who we are and what God has given us to do. So what is your purpose? Your driving why for everything you do. If your title and your platform were stripped away tomorrow, would you still know what you're gifted and created to do? Does your why transcend the title and position? If not, it's time to revisit and identify those core purposes that ground you no matter the circumstances you find yourself in. And not so ironically, that pursuit of purpose takes you full circle back to the first dimension of soul care. It makes us seek out God and ask him, how can we honor him? How can we use our gifts to, to um, uh, follow him? See, leaders, we get the remarkable privilege of leading ourselves and leading others to extraordinary outcomes, but this pursuit has the potential to do more harm than good if we're not attentive to our health as leaders. Parker Palmer says, a leader is a person who must take special responsibility for what's going on inside of himself or herself, lest the act of leadership create more harm than good. And I don't know about you, but I want my leadership to be for good. I don't want my leadership to create harm. So perhaps with a bit more sober perspective on leadership, we'd be more cautious with our desire to grow our influence, right? Maybe we should be a little more reluctant reluctant to step into roles of leadership. Perhaps With a little more understanding of healthy leadership, we'd hold it more carefully. Perhaps we'd recognize the truly sacred responsibility that leadership is. Guys, we have an extraordinary privilege to speak into the lives of others, to lead others, to draw out their potential, to see the best in them, to lead everyone to accomplish great goals together. But we have to lead ourselves well to lead others better. So I hope you'll think about these four dimensions this week, the spiritual disciplines, how are you growing and learning and connecting with God, your relational health, how are your relationships with the people dearest to you, that growth mindset, how are you learning, how are you growing, and that sense of purpose. Do you have a good, clear sense of why you're doing what you're doing and know why it matters regardless of the role you play, the hat you wear, or the seat you sit in? Because we need you to lead well. We need you to lead well for the good of others and the glory of God. So have an amazing week and we'll talk again soon. Thank you for listening to the Jenny Catron Leadership Podcast. If you have any questions, please email Jenny at podcast at get the number four dot com. If this content has helped you in any way, we would love for you to share this podcast with your friends and on social networks. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of the amazing content coming from the Jenny Catron Leadership Podcast. Your comments mean the world to us, so please rate and leave comments on our podcast. And remember, you need foresight for success. We will see you next time.